This week on The Knack, we talk about robots in sport, how far we're going to take it, and whether or not it's a good thing. We then talk about the link between neighbor relationships and your sporting equipment. A niche sport of the week is a very popular world game that has an iteration underwater. And then we pay credit to a Chinese chess player who is experiencing the highlight of his career and at the peak of his powers. As always, follow us on The Knack Rap on Instagram and we'll have bite-sized pieces of every episode uh, for you online. Cheers. Have a good week. Okay, so my topic for the week, Connor, yeah. for this week, yes. um, it's a bit of a ruinous one for me, but an interesting discussion nonetheless. Yeah. Um, it's come to a head because of the recent rise in AI technology. Yeah. Um, and I was, we've heard about the fact that esports will be in the Olympics soon, most mm. likely. Mm. And the rise of esports, um, I saw something on ESPN the other day that there is a drone flying world championships now and these guys wear VR goggles attached to a camera on their drone and they fly their drone through an obstacle course. And I thought to myself, and this is the topic, when do you think AI robots will just be playing our sports and do you think it's a good thing? Well, I'll answer your the second part of your question there first. Do I think it's a good thing? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because AI tries, is trying to be perfect. Mm. You know, robots, you know, trying mm. to be perfect. There's a human factor of being imperfect. It's yeah, yeah, so yeah. good in sport. Mm-hmm. That's why we love it. You know, yeah. it creates good drama. Yeah. People have, you know, brain farts and mm-hmm. whatnot that just yeah, create true. drama. Whereas the AI will just be programmed to... Yeah, not do that, and they'll be instructed essentially to yeah. to not. And then to answer the first part of your topic is when will we see them playing? Mm. That's a good question. Yeah, I I actually think that we it's already there. I mean, you, yeah, it's we, true. we already see like like the golf swing thing, the golf swing stuff, yeah, yeah. and you see videos of the pros playing a robot. Yeah. And losing, like pretty comfortably, like the robot just and they you know have target practice and the robot's hitting yeah, the scene. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll change the, um, you know, like target location without telling the robot, and the robot just adjusts. Yeah, wow. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And then even isn't there like basketball? Yeah, there is. There's, there's a shooting robot. Shooting. I did see that video. You know, and they just don't miss. Yeah. And it's actually scary. It is scary. Because I think that... Well, I think that human sport will always be there. I hope so. I, I, hope so. I think so. But I think there could be competition in the future, and not too distant future, of like competition versus robots. Yeah. So, you know, you, you take on a robot in golf or basketball. And, they and tr- it's like a challenge. Yeah, it's like a challenge. Like yeah, I think they'll introduce yeah. it like... Say it like a an, an all star weekend for the mm. NBA, and it's you know 
Steph Curry versus the robot. Yeah, the three-point shooting three robot. Three-point shooting robot. Yeah. You know, like who wins? But do, but do you want that? You know well, what that's I mean? what I mean. <laughs> do, do you I, want that? I, I am worried. Yeah. That, and then, but then I'm worried that people will, the entertainment factor of, you know, upcoming generations mm. will be more, you know, they'll be more entertained by watching a robot play. Yeah. Purely for the fact that they've literally grown up with yeah. this stuff. That's that's the thing that I can't get my head around. And that's the thing that worries me about it as well. How could you... And, and you said it perfectly, like the imperfection of humans yeah. is why sport's so good. How could you actually get more satisfaction out of watching yeah. a robot with your country's flag on its chest as opposed to... Do, do they do that now? Well, yeah, you I know, mean, like, is there a robot Olympics there, coming there, up? Yeah, if there's a robot Olympics, you just have your Australian robots versus your, you know, German robots. Yeah. And Germany wins every medal. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I'm worried. Because, like, eSport, we, like, if you said to somebody after the 2000 Olympics, yeah. people playing video games will be in pitched as an Olympic sport yeah. in 25 years yeah. you would have been laughed out of the room oh, yeah. and it's happening now people playing Playstation yeah, yeah, yeah everyone would go no, yeah. no why would anybody want to do yeah. that but now you've got a whole generation of people that would rather do that yeah. than play a sport yeah. so it just made me think there's almost more money in it that's the th- yeah that's, that's true there's, there's that's heaps true. of money that's true there's the amount of money in esports makes me yeah. almost want to support it to try and you know get something out of it on a personal <laughs> level but, but at the same time I can't you know, I can't yeah. just I, and I get it I get why people do it I, there's no, nothing against the esports side of things mm-hmm. and, and you know people that play esports but yeah. for me as a person I need to be out yeah. running around yeah exactly you know, engaged in, well, in it's in a, it's a human it's human, it's human you nature it's, you be human yeah um, it's funny I actually met a bit off topic but I actually met somebody who knows a sports psychologist who manages young esports athletes yeah. in quotation marks. that would be tough yeah and he was saying that he says it's really it's a bit of a weird job because you know video games is bad for the human brain yeah. but it's these kids source of income and it's yeah. a source of a huge amount of income yeah so it's like how do you help their performance but also help their well-being because it's not really that good for them. Yeah. And he was saying that these kids have coaches, eSport coaches. So like people who coach them. Wow. Like reaction time. I don't know. What, What's the thing? Is, yeah, it, is it all like, about your finger movement on the controller? Yeah. Like, or was it something to... I guess so. Like you got to have pretty strong thumb. Like my I, thumbs get fatigued. Well, yeah. Whenever I play But I guess it's games. like anything, you know? Yeah, it's true. You, 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 you train yourself to, mm-hmm. to understand what to expect or yeah, yeah. anticipate. Just makes me wonder, are we just ever going to see the next level which is just robots well, running around I, for you I, have a, I have a question for you mm. and we're already there mm. but how much how soon is it until we see robot refs and umpires <laughs> the bunker <laughs> yeah, the bunker becomes well if, if, if you ever want to do a pitch to somebody against AI yeah. just show them the bunker <laughs> because those blokes get it wrong so often but like <laughs> even tennis Tennis during yeah, COVID now, linesman gone. Linesman gone. And the umpire really just kind of sits there to announce, you know. Yeah. See, I, I really like the fact that a human error call can cost teams. Like, I think it's all part of it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Because you know there's mean? two it's, human teams playing. Yeah, it's all part of it. 
I, I don't like this idea that it needs to be perfect. Yeah. Because it's just like it just doesn't make it makes sport feel. Um, it doesn't make it feel authentic. Well, it this makes is it feel weird. this is another thing. Do we lose sporting moments? That's the thing. You know, because we, you know, in in, you know, say cricket, mm. you know, someone takes a hat trick. Yeah, and it's a famous hat trick. But then someone, you know, goes up to goes upstairs to review it and their ball is missing the stumps by a millimetre. Yeah, yeah. And it's not hitting the wicket. Yeah. And sure, it might be the correct, but do we even know that that's correct? That yeah, ball that's tracking? The thing. That's the thing. You know, there's, there's, been stuff, a lot of... there's been a lot of conjecture on that. So <laughs> is been... our technology right to actually stop a moment? Yeah. You know, and then... Peter Siddle might have never got a hat He may not have never. <laughs> I think they did review that. They one, did review that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should no, but you're right though. Like, because I remember... Like, yeah. the, I remember there's been a few... Um, argy bargies around the <laughs> flight of the ball on the, well, yeah. on the tracker. Yeah, it was like there was. There's been times where someone's been clean bowled, mm. and the balls hit the stumps, and the ball tracker that they would have used has been missing, shown as missing yeah, the wow. stumps. Wow. And it's like, well, hang on, how does that work? And it's like, yeah. So there's there's still. I mean, it's good. It's it's good for a use of you know of that. I guess. The, the one thing that I do and think the technology is good for, say, is like a... If it's a... Say cricket, where you keep going on cricket mm. for like, say, a no ball. Yeah, yeah Where it's yeah. black and white. It's black like, and white. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's clear cut. It's either a no ball or it's yeah. not. It's not like a, you know, pretty sort yeah. of subjective, yeah. just like... And sport, and sport just... It, it would just seem... It, it would just seem pointless. Like, as you said, well, yeah. the, there's no imperfection. And yeah. like the NBA, for example... There's a there's there's a written rule as to what a foul is, but it's contextual. It <laughs> it, it, it it changes based on yeah. the position they're in, like who they are, which yeah. is kind of good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all part of it. It's all part of it. So yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It's, I think we will. So if you look at if like you said 20, 23 years ago yeah. at the Sydney Olympics was, and we were at twenty three years before you know say video games were introduced mm. into in. Well, it's not been, it's been shorter than that before they've been classified as professional sport. Yeah, yeah. Video games. So how long is it, we're moving only quicker. Yeah. So is it going to be five years before we start to see, uh, you know, with VAR in, in soccer, yeah. football? Yeah. Do we see a, you know, no linesman now? Yeah. And it just becomes a... A laser or something. Like a laser. And yeah. they go, the ball went out here. Mm. And, they, and, they, and then all of a sudden a spot, you know, pops up on the field. Yeah. You know? If that happens to the umpires, they're definitely going to need a syndicate <laughs> to, to, to make up. Yeah, you know, be, who would, they could have a GoFundMe for their syndicate. <laughs> who would have ever thought refs would become redundant? <laughs> they sure did. Yeah. Sitting down, you know, yeah. sitting down in their little, you know, their caves. Oh, but yeah, it's, well, yeah. It's, it's it's um it's just something that worries me to be honest. Oh, I couldn't it's agree just, more. It's, it's one of those things that I just think you're already seeing kids playing less sport um, and the knock-on effect that has in a lot of other areas. Yeah. Um, what's next if it just keeps going down the AI route? <clears throat> yeah. You just, you know, you never know. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's actually scary. Yeah, yeah. And look, I think we'll be there soon. Mm. I guess we'll find out. We'll find out, yeah, we'll time find will out. tell, but and, uh, something to think about. Yeah, I so. certainly won't be paying 
50 bucks to go see a couple of robots <laughs> run around. <laughs> no, you know, yeah. I probably will. We, we say that now. We'll yeah, be I probably there will. And, you know. And do they make yeah. robots different? Like, do they make like a six eight two fifty pound <laughs> robot? And do they make like six three? Yeah, they can adjust them yeah. to like different positions. Yeah. So, like a center or a point guard, or and know, a, a striker yeah. or a defender. Yeah. And, and imagine create... if they had rules: you're only allowed to make like one generational talent <laughs> robot every ten years, <laughs> and you just hope that and robot doesn't break down. <laughs> Yeah, what do you do? Oh, you sideline with the bad, yeah, yeah. the bad electrical wire. Or something, yeah. you know? he's, he's gonna need a Rico. Yeah. And all the articles are like Australian government puts two billion into their generational talent. <laughs> you know, what about like HIAs? <laughs> yeah. Is that, you know, the head injuries. Yeah, how does contact affect them? Contact sports. Yeah, you know, they might you know lose a bit of plastic metal or plastic. Yeah. Off the... And do they give them names? Yeah. Do they give them human names, or is it just you know? Number maybe one. maybe it could be someone or what you could do is to monetize it have people buy a robot and you yeah, get to call wow. them that name. it's like a horse yeah it's like a horse or, or like you just <clears throat> say if, if if you were to buy a mm. you know the center back for Liverpool robotics team you know it, it would be called you'd be called Kennedy <laughs> and they'd say like Kennedy robot you know or something like yeah, that yeah yeah you know? and you'd have companies buying you'd have like combat <laughs> yeah, robot yeah, playing yeah. seven for the Wallabies <laughs> It's like a six foot two, oh. 120 kilo behemoth. Jeez, that, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, it, yeah, it's hilarious to think about, but we could be there. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. See so what well, happens. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, thanks, Michael. You know, sleep well tonight. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> Knowing about that. Um, well, on a, on a little different note, mm. if we want to slide into my topic. Yeah, yeah, slide in. Uh... I wanted to discuss something that I think most kids at some point in... Most kids from the city, growing yeah. up in the city, would have experienced this. Kids on properties, maybe not so much, but perhaps there's been there's been mm. instances, but mostly sort of us city slickers. Yeah. Is... And my topic's going to be around... And it's a it's a pretty, pretty broad again. Yep. It's going to be around... Um, fetching a ball over the neighbor's fence <laughs> and and how that how how that process works yep. and what do you do and also I want to sort of as a subtopic on that if you're at a mate's house or you're at a friend's house and you are the one that you know hits the ball or kicks the ball over the fence yep do you just go for it and jump the fence and just or do, and not sort of taking into consideration of whose house you're at and their, mm. their neighbours, or yep. do you ask the person, go around the side, so all yep. of that stuff. Yeah, okay. Kind of just <laughs> it's a great, yeah. great topic. <laughs> it's a great topic. Um, as someone who's thrown many balls over neighbours' fences, yep. um, I actually had a neighbour when I was young who, every time I'd walk to the front door, knocked and asked if I could collect the balls. And so I would just walk through his house silently, <laughs> go to the backyard, collect the balls, and then walk back through um, because he never threw them back. Yeah. But then you got the neighbours that throw them back. Yeah. You know, and then there's the, I mean, there's the deeper, deep-seated thing to this as well, that people don't have relationships with their neighbours well, as much anymore. So it's, yeah. kids may be a little bit more tentative mm. as to jump fences. Um, but I was always under the impression that you're doing them a favour if you just jump the fence yeah, and get the ball. Yeah, agreed. But um, I've definitely heard 
people with different experiences uh, and bad experiences yeah. with neighbours who get angry. Um, so I think, you know, anybody out there, just get to know your neighbour. <laughs> get to know your neighbour and you'll probably know how to click your ball. <laughs> Don't have any issues. Yeah, exactly. And, and as a friend, mm. if you're at a friend's house, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's the approach? If the ball, if you're the one that throws the ball, yeah, if you're the one that go, throws the ball and it goes over, or mm. you know, you, you your mate's inside or something, and the ball goes over the fence, yeah, okay, and, but you just want to get it back, or yeah, it's a really special ball, yeah, right, you know? right, okay, okay, you have to get it back, yeah, okay. Well, I think you've, um, I think you've just got to lean on the advice of your friend in this situation. <laughs> you've got to, you've got to seek them out and yeah, uh, yeah. ask them what's the go with this neighbour. Can I just yeah. jump the fence <laughs> and get my special ball? And um, you know, if your friend says, nah, like, don't go over yeah. there, he's, he's in a bad mood today, or he doesn't like it, or she doesn't like it, then, you know, do you do you sneak over? Like, what yeah, do you do? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um, but I think most people, hopefully, will throw the ball yeah, over. And yeah. timing's an issue, because sometimes Timing. you want the ball back straight well, away. Well, that's the thing. And then, because you have the neighbours who, I mean, this happened to us a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. One of my soccer balls is now up in Newcastle forever because <laughs> the neighbour didn't throw it back on the same day. Um, and, and that was my so fault, a, by the way. So, yeah. so a same day throwback would have been nice yeah. in that situation, but but you didn't get a same day throwback. So, um, but we were told that it would get thrown back. We were told it would be thrown back. Yeah. And um, I'm definitely going to ask him that question yeah. tonight. <laughs> See if it has been thrown back. Because what do you like? What do you do if you? You could be waiting a week. Well, that's the thing. And then you just your neighbour throws back thirteen of the balls that you lost that's, that week. That's what used to happen to us. Oh, we, really? Yeah. So we had we had a guy that lived next door to us, mm. and we used, used to play cricket mm. or anything, soccer, rugby, everything yeah. would go over. Yeah. Often with the with the tennis balls, it was harder to find because he had lots of bushes and yeah. stuff. And so he'd go through and do his like gardening on the weekend, and all yeah, of a yeah. sudden we'd have ten balls just back in the backyard, awesome. and we'd That's just awesome. be like, "All right, play on." Yeah, yeah here yeah, we yeah. go. We're yeah. on again. We're on again. But luckily, luckily, we knew him well enough that we could, if like a rugby ball or a basketball or something, yeah, big, something bigger, went over, we'd just go over and get it. Yeah. Um, but then you know, and and luckily both neighbours on the other side, the neighbours on the other side were the fence was small enough and they're old, so they didn't yeah, really care. Right. They didn't really yeah. see us. Yeah. They didn't mind. They knew us well. Yeah. But then, you know, do you adjust a game, you know, if you're playing a game in the backyard and you know that one neighbor's not going to throw the ball back? Yeah. Do you adjust your strategy to not, you know? I think you have to, yeah. Yeah. And I think, again, that's when you lean on the host and you say, what's the situation here? Because, and to be honest, like most of the time, if you're at a friend's house, they'll say, oh, they, they don't throw the ball yeah, back in time. Let, let's, yeah. you know, let's face that way. And everyone goes, oh, yeah, sounds yeah. good. But, but I think... I mean, yeah, it's it's an interesting one, because if because if you don't have a relationship with your neighbour, it's hard. Yeah. Because then you're uncertain. Yeah. Or they they you do, but you don't really know them that well. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I thought I found it interesting what you said. You know, walking through silently to, <laughs> to, the, to the to the backyard, right? Yeah, that was do, strange. Do there's also the factor of do you get sent around the side gate, you know, or mm. taken through the house? What does the how's your trust levels with the neighbour? You know? Yeah, yeah. And they might just go, I'll oh, just go around the side. Yeah, it's true. And then and, and grab it. Or... And they're waiting for you at the side, yeah. around the back. Yeah. Actually, now another factor that I've just thought about mm. is you know your neighbour well and your ball goes over, say, on a you know, Saturday afternoon and yep. they've got people over. 
What do you do? Oh, it's tough. <laughs> See, I, I mean, I, the, the goal is the same. You want your ball back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly right. I think, um, I mean, you'd hope that just based on pure n- eye numbers yeah. that someone would see the ball. Yeah, yeah. And there's a kind soul there somewhere that's just going to walk down and throw your ball over. But um, yeah, yeah, it's a different context, so you don't know how your neighbour's mm. going to respond. What if the ball hits the chair of some of their friends? Yeah. What if the ball hits them in the head? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, know? exactly right. What if, what, what if, what if it knocks off a cheese board off a table? Do you know what I mean? Like, is that the relationship with the neighbour gone? Yeah. Um, but I still think you can jump the fence yeah. uh, or go to the front door. Most yeah. people are pretty... I think front door for the first couple of instances and yeah. then sure you want to build enough rapport with them that you can jump the fence. Yeah. And the thing is, once you've done a few front door visits... Most people will say, "Oh, just yeah. just jump the fence, just jump the like fence. just go, just jump this point. It's really strong." But what um, if they don't? I think and you've done five five door visits, and you've come through the house, collected the balls, and walked back mm-hmm. through the house out. Yeah, see, I think that's a bit of a worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if the neighbour hasn't, if the neighbour, because if it's happened five times, yeah. the neighbour's definitely thinking. You know, this is happening quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if there's no action to yeah. kind of help that situation, yeah. then it's a bit weird that you're just every time going over and walking yeah. through the house. Surely they recognise the kids are in the backyard. Yeah. Or, or not even kids, it could be anyone, grown-ups as well. Yeah. You know, anyone enjoying their backyard. And mm. But people get with... protective over their fences as well. Yeah, they do. People don't trust kids sometimes. Yeah. You know. So, well, look, it's an interesting one. It and is I'm, I'm sure everyone's one. faced that at some point. Yeah, definitely. And definitely it's, in the city. It's a really... It's awkward. It is. It is. And the ki- and you feel bad. You feel guilty as the kid. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure the first instance you always ask your parents, what do I do? Yeah, yeah. And but there's a moment of powerlessness. Yeah, there is. There is. If that's a word. Yeah, no, it is. I think so. <laughs> it's a new word. Anyway. It's a new word. So it's a good yeah, word. Yeah. It's a moment of powerlessness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, so look... Uh, there's, I'm sure, some cracking stories about neighbours and, yeah. you know, getting angry at people. Also, like... Sorry, just one more thing. Yeah, no, go uh, ahead. The backyard... The neighbour's backyard is a huge factor, too, because... Yeah. Like, some neighbours' backyards are overgrown, yeah. not well-kept. You can just lose balls. Yeah, they're you know? gone. And that's frustrating. And yeah. then... And then you're probably... There's another barrier to ask the neighbour, because not yeah. only are you asking them to get your ball, yeah. you're asking them to sift through some yeah. really annoying... Well, yeah. Uh, foliage yeah well what if it's a delicate plant of theirs and you yeah. have to go through and yeah and they walk down and see that it's ripped a branch off yeah so there's, yeah. there's a lot of different factors there's almost a lot of guilt involved yeah there is of having to go through there shouldn't be no you know but there is I can't I, I hope I hope I'm a neighbour one day that gets balls <laughs> thrown into the backyard <laughs> well you, but... you would you would probably keep them and put them in the back of your car <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. You go. This is a good song. It's a good song. Oh, Nike. The new, the new Nike Premier League ball. That's eighty bucks at Rebel. I'll keep that. Only throw back the bad balls. The bad they get all the yeah. dog eating tennis yeah. balls and everything. But if you kick over an EPL Premier League ball, yeah, that sure must be a rule. Uh, yeah, you know? That's you set. The, you set the yeah. neighbour. Yeah. If I see a good ball in here, I'm keeping it. But that is that is a small a small a small win in, in, in my eyes in life. Yeah. If you're a neighbour yeah. that gets balls kicked into your backyard, yeah. Yeah. you're living a good life. Yeah. You can just throw them straight. You've back. got good people next door. Yeah, you've got anyway. good people. Um 
but I'd want to I'd want to be really competitive about it. So I'd want to make sure I get those balls back as quickly as possible. Like almost like I have yeah. a system, like a little laser system in the backyard that makes a beeping sound as soon as the ball comes in. I get a notification. A motion at work. detector system. Yeah. You can see yeah. the ball at work with a security camera. You can oh, see sorry, it I just got to leave work. I got to throw this ball back. Or would you make them play the ball, play you for the ball? That would be fun. Yeah, yeah that would be good. You'd say, oh, get, get to know the neighbors. Do a kids, little scenario. Coach them a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Do a little scenario. You've got, you know, you've got to get ten runs. I've got to take yeah, three yeah. wickets. And then what if it becomes the kids get better? Yeah, because well, yeah, they're throwing balls in your backyard, yeah. and then you have kids from other houses down the road yeah. just coming just... to throw a ball into your backyard <laughs> so you coax them. <laughs> word, word, word gets out. Oh, that's awesome. You get everything thrown in your backyard. Yeah, yeah. You're, just, you're getting notifications to your phone at work every three seconds. <laughs> oh, who's that? And you'd have to figure out whose ball it was yeah. to throw back. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably move on yeah. to uh, to the to the next segment uh, of the podcast, mm. which is the niche sport. Yeah, for the week, um, and something that is pretty impressive, I must say. Yeah, as as are all probably the niche sports and stuff we talk, we'll talk about on here, but the sport that we want to talk about today is underwater hockey. Mm. which you're combining two pretty, you know, skillful uh, yeah. or pretty impressive sort of skills to have is, yeah, be able to hold your breath and yep. play hockey, I guess, while swimming. There's a lot There's a lot going on, really. Yeah. It's 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 pretty hard to explain. Mm. Also known as Octopush. Octopush, yeah. <laughs> Octopush, yeah. which I think is a great name. Yeah. That's actually a good point because you're not allowed, you don't have scuba equipment. No. So... Breathing capacity is yeah. uh, lung capacity. Sorry, is is really important. It's yeah. probably the most important it's skill. The, it's the, the most because important thing. time underwater equals well, yeah. time for your team. Well, that's it. Yeah, exactly right. And what if you're going for you know you've got the ball or the puck, sorry, mm. uh, which is a weighted puck, so it holds on the bottom of the pool. Yeah, and they have little sticks, sort of like how would you describe those things? Yeah, they're like um. They're, it's almost like, like little paddles. A little paddle, yeah. Like miniature thinned, hurling sticks. A thinned paddle. Yeah. Uh, that they use to push the puck along the, the surface of the pool. Um, if you've got the puck and you're going to score a goal, but you need air. Yeah. You, you just have to leave that thing there and, yeah, you and do. head up. Yeah, and literally just, have yeah, to. It could be a turnover. Yeah. And you could have an open goal, you know, but just, yeah, just have to voluntarily turn the ball over. Yeah. Can the puck leave the surface or is it too heavy? No, it's too heavy. All oh, right. Because yeah. I was wondering, like, it'd, it'd be really funny in the sport if you, like, you, f- you flick the puck and it gets a bit airborne in the water and everyone's kind of waiting for it to float down again. <laughs> it'd be a good time to get to catch a breath. <laughs> before play starts. And it's like this moment of silence where everyone's just watching this puck slowly <laughs> drop back to the, back to the surface. Well, like, there's, there is a lot going on. And there's, there's six people in the pool at once. Hmm. Like actively in the pool, yeah. Well, and there's per team? yeah per team with four subs, so there's ten per side, and six people active in the game at any one time. Yeah, wow. And I just think it's it's super impressive because it's just it's one of those things where 
you have to combine a lot of different skills and yeah. also decision making of your own your own life essentially yeah. yeah do you risk your own life for a teammate to score a winning goal what if what if you've got you know yeah open goal world champs yeah you lose your breath that's well, yeah that's tough or do you just cop it's it not and really just try you, and it's, faint? it's not like it's not like it's not like other sports where people like pushing through is yeah. like a vague concept yeah like you can't push <laughs> you, through you can't, push through. <laughs> you can't push through underwater when you're out of breath it's it's just pure biology um so yeah i, I wonder what the there's probably and, no push through chat in underwater yeah. hockey it's like don't push through if you push through you'll die <laughs> you you will not survive yeah. we're not about we're literally not, yeah yeah yeah, oh, and funny. and I think it's cool. So the the reserves can just sit at the you know on the surface with their snorkels and just keep track of what's going on. Do they sit and with their head? In well, the water? No, they just float. You, they float on the water, oh, like wow. face down, and then spectators can also watch with goggles or snorkels because that's the yeah that's the best. Can view. spectators go under like yeah down the yeah 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 or. I actually don't know. It's a good question. You'd have constant movement. Yeah. Spectators I think they down. obviously have cameras on the bottom of the pool yeah, for like yeah. the, the big events. Yeah. But, you know, it's tough if you're out of the pool. Yeah. I think for the world champs, and I could be wrong, but I think I read that they, some, some pools have um, like underwater viewing sections. Wow. So you don't actually have to go into the pool. You can see the bottom of the pool mm. from, you know, from another from another point, and they you just stand there and just watch it. Yeah, wow. Which would be awesome. Tough for attendance. Like you're never going to get well, huge that's the amounts thing. of attendance. Yeah. Well, they're not paid. Yeah. It's a, yeah, completely amateur sport. See, I mean, this would be a good Olympic sport before. Oh, hundred oh, percent FIFA. <laughs> I mean, yeah, literally, this would be a great sport. Yeah, I, I would watch this at the Olympics. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. I would have this over breakdancing any day. Oh God, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah. You know. And it's it, like imagine people just staying up. You go, oh, the underwater hockey's on. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it gives it gives the opportunity for these people who are just you know working a full time job to yeah. be shown at the Olympics, yeah. win a gold medal. Yeah, like they would deserve that. Definitely. Very Definitely. skillful. Anyway, so look it up, underwater hockey. It's uh, it's very fascinating, very interesting, and it's a 20, 20 meter pool. So you've you've got to go a long wow. way. Yeah, wow. you're so in a, tw- it's a tw- sorry twenty meter field by two meters tall. Yeah, sorry, wow. two meters of depth. So, I mean, if unless you've got a, a person that's sort of two meters, I'd love to see the technique and breath taking because I reckon what they yeah. do is they push off the bottom. To yeah, yeah, the they push quick, off. Yeah, take a quick breath and straight yeah. down. Yeah, minimize. Sorry, and, maximize the amount of time you're underwater. Yeah. And you have flippers, so it's fast. Like, people are moving at yeah, well, fairly solid yeah. speed. So, you know, it's 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 awesome, I think. I'm going to definitely sort of have a look at this a bit more. Yeah, so I wouldn't mind going to watch the Australian yeah. team train. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Yeah. Just to see how, how I mean, my, my ears and stuff wouldn't yeah, come. I wouldn't be able to play this. I'd be, you know, I'd have a burst eardrum in 30 seconds. I'd have to equalise every time I go down. You know. Yeah. <laughs> It'd just be really tough. So yeah. I think I mean probably probably swimmers, ex-swimmers, probably yeah. makes the most sense yeah, for them to, to you know swimmer. you need to be a, a strong swimmer. Strong kicking too. I wouldn't yeah. do it. I can't kick because you've oh, got to, yeah. you've got your hand in with the with the paddles in one hand. Yeah, and you need to have it out in front of you to get to the puck. So yeah. it's all foot um, leg strength, I yeah. imagine, kicking yeah. wise. It would be. 
interesting sport yeah, underwater interesting. hockey um, well I guess moving on yeah to the next segment which is our credit athlete of the week mm. do you want to introduce yeah, this, yeah I'm happy to introduce um, our credit athlete of the week his name is Ding Liren and he has recently won the world championships in chess yeah um, becoming the first Chinese player to, to win that title and he has been playing chess since he was four years old yeah that's young uh, and clearly a very good chess player as he's been in the top five since 2009 yeah wow. um, and he's been China's number one chess player since 2009 yeah um, so that's a that's longevity for you he's still only 30 years old um, and wow. currently currently the number three in the world Wow. So, well done, Ding. So, that's a... that's a, Like, he was 16. Yeah. When he was in the top five. Yeah, true. That is impressive. Yeah. Of the world. The top five of the world, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah top five of the world, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ding. Ding Liren. And I I think... The thing is, this... It had to go to a playoff. This... Mm. This... Uh, world champs. So, they... Like, that's a lot of chess. That's a lot of... Your brain is surely yeah. just fried. I know. But do you... I wonder... Yeah. Well, I, I, chess is so... It's a weird one. Because, like, surely every player has the same tactics. Like, I've always thought... I mean, obviously, I'm wrong because yeah. he's a world champion. But I've always thought that there was a certain point where you got so good at chess that you just couldn't lose. <laughs> because you'd always know what somebody else is doing. <laughs> but I guess they have the timers on there, don't they? Yeah, they have timers. And they have to... Yeah, you have, yeah, to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have to figure it all out. Jeez, you've got to be good but, under pressure. But surely, it, it's one of those things where there's... it's It's got limited number of, obviously, spaces, boxes, right? Yeah. So, like, surely by the time... If you've played from when you're fourth... If you've you played for 26 years mm. straight, and he would have played a lot of chess and done a lot of study and a lot of moves on it. Yeah. Like, surely there comes a point where you, f- like, physically can't make... You, you can't yeah. do the same... Yeah. Um, you can't do any more different strategies. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I guess at a certain point, it just becomes mental. Yeah. And how you handle yeah. the pressure decision of the Decision-making tre- of pressure. And decision-making under... under Yeah, under pressure. Because... Yeah, like, yeah, I've always thought that. Like, once you get so good at it that you know every situation, every yeah. scenario, yeah. I guess at that time, it's just being able to make those decisions faster. Yeah. And in different yeah. mindsets. But yeah. It's very impressive. And I think that, that he will I've got a feeling that he will just like chess is one of those things that yeah. he, he's not gonna probably retire anytime soon, is he? No, you he's, know, 30. Unless, he's thirty. He's thirty. He's and still, I, like, he's still you young. Know, it's not like you need to be you need your body. Yeah. You know, so you can probably play it all. As long as his brain's healthy. Yeah, exactly. I'm surprised yeah. chess isn't an Olympic sport. Well that's oh yeah. Imagine like a speed, a speed chess. Yeah. You know? Like 10 minute games. You've got or 10, yeah, you've got 10 minute games. Like that That would be cool. First Chinese player to win the title. It's impressive. It is very impressive. And I think, um, I think he's, he's, by the sound of things, he's going to be up the top there for the, you know, yeah. for the next little while. Yeah. So, yeah. Is, is Magnus Carlsen still the number one in the world? Um, well, he can't be anymore, right? 
Oh, it says he's here. So he has, he's ranked number one. number one. He's been number one for ages. 13 years. Yeah, well. Well, sure, surely... Um, surely uh, Ding is... Uh, he's could, cu- could he's currently three. Is he really? Yeah. Yeah, right. It's an interesting, it's an interesting world, chess. It is. And... But like everyone plays it, that's the thing. Well, yeah. most most people would have played it or understand it somewhat. Yeah. You know, obviously you might sit down on the board and go, "Oh, what can you yeah. know this piece do again?" But it's very interesting. So anyway, look, there you go. The uh, the chess world champ is Ding Liren. Ding Liren. So well done, Ding. Well done, Ding. It's um it's very impressive and. I'm sure, like the the tournament setup, your brain after a tournament yeah. would be would be fried. I wonder what their diets like. Yeah, you know yeah. You, you know when you do a. I, don't, I always remember when you're doing heaps of study or, or something that you just get hungry. Yeah. Because your brain burns so much energy. Yeah. Um, Does he have a nutritionist? Like, yeah, you know? Do these guys do, do like, you know, the spag bowl the night before <laughs> to, to get you know to get all those carbs in past the night. <laughs> And they're just snacking throughout the day. Yeah, what do you but, snack on? Or do you can, bananas, can you have? Yeah. I wonder. There's got to be a rule as well that what you can have or you can you can or can't have, you know, next to you at the board. At the yeah, board, yeah. Because you know, yeah. In, is it like other sports? In sip sports, water. Where you can sip water, Gatorade. Yeah. Orange know, peels. Orange at peels. Time. Snakes. You know, <laughs> lollies for a sugar hit. Do you want a sugar hit under pressure though? Well, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. You go get too bit too hyper. Maybe does he have a cup of tea? Yeah, yeah. Have you relaxed? Just to kind of relax himself. Yeah. Or a hot chocolate even. <laughs> a coffee. Oh jeez, that would be tough. He'd be shaking. <laughs> yeah, true. Knock the pieces over. <laughs> so yeah, Ding Liren, world champ uh, for chess in 2023. So congratulations, Ding. Um, I think that just about wraps us up. What? Yeah, wraps us up. Um, Thanks, Connor. Follow us, the Knack Rap on Instagram. Yeah. Continue to post, um, and we will see you all next week.